This episode is sponsored by Nero. Do you ever constantly feel like you're falling behind and can never catch up and the stress and anxiety are taking over? Are you used to being productive and efficient, but lately you've been feeling sluggish and unable to stay focused for more than a few minutes at a time? Looking for an alternate choice to cut back on those energy drinks and giant cups of coffee? Then we've got the choice for you. Try Neuro. Neuro is a brand of gum and mints used to energize, calm, and focus whenever you need it. Neuro was developed by former athletes training at the highest level who didn't want to take mysterious supplements or energy drinks when studying, training, or going out. Instead of something sugary and ineffective, they wanted to create clean, balanced energy that could be taken anywhere, anytime. With thoughtfully curated ingredients and endless lab testing, means that you can reach the right state of mind safely and consistently. Get that clean burst of energy and focused without the effects of coffee or energy drinks. It's a smart way to fuel body and mind. Stay in the zone, avoid the jitters, and crashing. Our listeners will get an automatic discount of up to 20% off on any gum or mint products using our link, tryneurogum.com slash potential. That's try. N-E-U-R-O gum dot com slash potential. Once again, that's trynerogum.com slash potential. Order now. Get that clean burst of energy and focus. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Past Potential Picks. That's right, we're bringing these back more and more because, frankly, there are so many movies and shows out there, but there's quite a few that have slipped through the cracks of the years that Chris and I have grown up as fine young men. Uh, I was really excited about this one because with the release of the newest collaboration between Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck of Air, we thought it would be great to go back to the roots of these two collaborators. Now, uh, I decided for this past potential pick, uh, I would challenge Chris to movie that he actually has not seen and I've seen and really enjoyed. So we decided to challenge him and watch Good Will Hunting. Very excited about this film. This film came out 1997 directed by Gus Van Zandt, written by both Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. This was kind of their first big shot trying to get into Hollywood, and it definitely, definitely paid off. So I was excited to talk about this film with Chris and get his take on this. So right off the bat, Chris, what did you think about this film? This film was awesome. Uh, this is a film, I'm, yeah, even I'm surprised it took me this long to finally watch it. You know, this yeah. is a film that you just hear about all the time. Uh, both for Rob Williams and for obviously Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, both as actors in it and writers. Uh, you know, they famously won the Academy Award uh, for writing for this film. So this is one that's like, yeah, it's like, why Why did I take so long to do it? I don't know why, but guess what? I did, and here we go. Um, so the film is, uh, we have, Will Hunting, who is this 20-year-old janitor in South Boston. This is the most Boston movie I've seen in a long time. 
and uh, he's actually a genius. And there is a competition going on at MIT with Professor Gerald Lambeau, who posts this really difficult equation to solve. And the whole idea is if someone can come up and solve this equation, you'll win this prize and all this stuff. And none of the students can do it. And Will Hunting, doing his gender stuff, sees the equation, solves it. And this kind of leads to this whole, who is this mystery man that is doing this? And when they realize that it's this janitor guy, they try to put him on a path to use what he's got. And there's this huge sense of identity of, you know, no, I'm just this orphan, you know, low life from Boston. How could I ever, you know, and a lot of this leads to therapy with Robin Williams, who is uh, also one of the best supporting actor uh, Academy Award for this show. What I love about this film is it does definitely play into that hero type of like, he's, you know, someone that he's lower class and he, he has his status in life, but he's been gifted with this gift and he doesn't know what to do with it. And he's extremely smart, but because of his situation and because of how he was raised, uh, some of the stuff that happened to him when he was a kid, I love the idea that he, he doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't, he doesn't really fight for it. And he's, He's kind of just stuck in his ways. And Robin Williams playing this character that just recently lost his wife. And he's kind of also dealing with grief. Is There's this great human connection that they make. And that he, he doesn't take his bullshit. He's here to like open him up. And I think like there's probably so many people out there who have never had a chance to do therapy. Or to really take a look at what brought to where they are now. And just for one person to really take on that belief. Um, and a lot of that comes with the dialogue. I mean, there is there is the funny kind of like Boston banter of like, you know, I go tell you my, you know, you know kind of like, yeah, kind of how stuff. you like them apples. My boy's you know, wicked smart. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. But then there's these great scenes where Matt Damon just gets to have like these long monologues about all kinds of history, science, math, all this stuff. And it's like, you see the genius come out. And I really appreciated those scenes. Well, I, I think you're right. The film, when I first saw it years ago, um, and then going back to rewatch it again, you know, cause I knew we were going to review this. Uh, when I look at this film, there are so many layers and so many thematic elements to it. Obviously I think this film is a great representation of, you know, the power of therapy and how we all need to, to unleash those demons. And you have, you have Matt Damon and Rob Williams, you know, character, uh, will, and Sean, both South Boston guys, and they're both dealing with their own demons, but they kind of come together and understanding. And then this also idea that appreciating your roots and maybe knowing your place, but also knowing that there's a better life for you out there. I think he really, you know, he loves spending time with his guys, getting drunk and and, and partying, but he's limiting himself because he's like, I, I because of his past and being um, an orphan and having, you know, abusive foster parents or, or whatnot, it's kind of made him doubt himself. And, you know, he blames himself, but the fact that, you know, this, this idea that he, this the great scene where he's like, Oh, I owe it to myself. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, and, and what there's two great pivotal scenes in this one. The one is when first um, Sean McGuire, Robin Williams character calls him out about, you know, do you, you don't know what this is you probably could tell me this and they're sitting in the park bench, which is a great scene. And there's a great scene at, towards the end 
or Ben Affleck's character or his buddy, you know, you don't owe this to yourself. You owe it to me because you have the golden ticket. You have this ability that I don't have. And you, you know, if I, and he's like, every day I come pick you up and I pray to God that you don't answer the door because I know that you're, you're off doing this thing. And it's this beautiful thing. And of course he's, he's got this great romance going on with Skylar, uh, earlier role, mini driver. And she's just great in this scene where, you know, she's, you know, she's at Harvard and she's going to go to Stanford and, you know, she lost her parents, but you know, she was given this money, but she's like, I, another sense that she's like, I owe it to myself to pursue an education because I didn't ask for this similar to what he's is. I didn't ask for this gift to be the smart, but I owe it to myself or owe it to do something with it. So I think that's just such a beautiful layered thing of their kind of dynamic and kind of where the film leaves off. It just, there's so many beautiful moments, this film where you will laugh, you will cry. And it just like watching again, I just got really emotional because this is such a, such a powerful film. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ben Affleck, is great in this but he is more of like a secondary kind of role matt damon really gets to shine as the lead here and i mean he's just fantastic and i mean matt damon's been so good in so many movies but this is a great like young role for him and obviously the joke has always been like they 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 wrote this movie so they could have some good parts um, yeah. <laughs> which i i totally would get that vibe you know it's like well no one's gonna give me a script i'm gonna make my own script um, of course, but, we got a little ensemble cast. We got Casey Affleck, his brother, and we've yeah. got uh, say uh, we got a good young um, Yellowstone, yeah, Cole Hauser, <laughs> Cole Hauser, uh, yeah. Because I'm like I'm still going back, and I'm I'm picked <laughs> back up in season three, and here we have a really young Cole Hauser just being one of the like one of the gang, if you will. Um, the other one too that's interesting in this film is Stellan Skarsgård because mm-hmm. he he's playing the professor that comes from, you know, there's history with him and Robin Williams character. And I love the dynamic throughout the film that like, he almost needs this kid to become something almost to like further his image. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams totally pulls it out of him. You know, I love this scene where they're, they're arguing in the office and right as Matt Damon walks and he's like, he's not you, you know, it's like, he's yeah. his own person. He's like, should I come back? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. um, and I love that dynamic that, you know, there is a kind of a rekindling of their friendship also from their college days over this whole situation. And at the end, you know, they kind of, you know, bond again. So, yeah, it's just it's a really smart film in that it has a lot of heart. I think the dialogue is all. You know, it it makes sense. And I, I love these passages of how like even that one moment I thought was a great scene where. Matt Damon for the first time he walks into Robin Williams' office and he's looking around and he's kind of like just kind of getting to his eyes on things and he sees this one painting and he's like and he just immediately reads into this painting and cuts Robin Williams deep about it and then that leads to this whole tension scene later and it was just interesting how like that's the one thing he would have picked up on in this office of all these books and things. And, and uh, oh, and I just have to say one thing as going back and watch this, it's such Robin Williams, the late great Robin Williams, amazing performer, comedic and dramatic. Yeah. But this one is such a subdued performance by him, yeah, it's very subdued, yeah. and it's probably one of his honestly. If you if you go from his best comedy work to this, and I think and it's tough because some of his comedy work it, it kind of blends the line, like this is Doubtfire, it's very comedic but also dramatic. But this one is just such a powerful one because 
he's not chewing up the scenery. He has a very, it's a very quiet, but commanding presence, even in the little angry moments. It's just such a beautiful thing going back, watching this. I was like, this is why he was one of the greats. Yeah. We love Robin. And that it was nice. You know, I mean, I've seen, there's still plenty of Robin Williams movies that I have not seen, but this was a big one that I needed to check off the list. I'm glad I did. And I mean, clearly this movie's very beloved. It did very well, not only at the box office, but nine Academy Award nominations, winning two, and nominated in a lot of the big categories too. Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Director, Writers, Picture, uh, Score. So, you know, Danny Elfman in here doing the score. Uh, so, I mean, clearly this movie did very well, and I could see why. It's one of those, like... You know, you look at like top 100 films ever made. This is going to stay on the list and uh, you can see why. So I definitely recommend this film. If you've not seen Goodwill Hunting, um, I'm glad I finally got around to it. I'm glad I challenged way you. too long too. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so for me, Goodwill Hunting, it's a nine out of 10. hundred percent. hundred percent. Same here. So we hope you enjoy going back and checking this out. If you haven't seen Goodwill Hunting, go out, rent it, go find it streaming now. And that was this edition of Past Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know your potential. potential.